Welcome everyone to season three, episode 15 of the Hall of Fame show. And I'm your host, Kirk Buckner. And if I will seem a little under the weather, it's because I got Corona. Yeah, this is this is just another attempt to make it so we'll never kiss. I know you. <laughs> I wasn't aware that was on the table. <laughs> Had I known. It's okay. We're still in yeah. separate countries, so we're fine for now. Yeah, I, I think I think we're pretty much safe. So I'm medicated up to the wazoo here to uh, sound as good as I possibly can. So apologies to anyone and everyone. Funny, I never apologize when I'm drunk and I do this. But anyway, go figure that one out. I know what you want to talk about first. And the smorgasbord of shit where we open up the show. I know what you're wondering. You're really thinking... Man, I really want to know what Kirk's thinking about Twitter. Mm. And here's here's how I whoever has as this all when it all ends, I just make one appeal, just one. Stop having something trend when it's somebody I really really like who's over seventy and they're not actually doing anything, and it just happens to be everyone sort of clicking on it because they pick that it was some old cool picture. Mm -hmm. I'm getting pissed at that. That's all. I hope I wasn't too controversial here. Yeah. Also, an edit button might be nice. So, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. I that that's all yeah. I've got. Yeah, just <laughs> edit button for like minor grammatical errors. You're like, oh crap, because sometimes I I use the Google keyboard on my phone, and yeah. so sometimes the words it decides that I swiped are not the words I swiped. Mm -hmm. uh, so if I could just go back and be like, oh, that was stupid. I have to delete the whole thing, start it over, and everything. Just give me a quick edit button. You know what yeah. I mean? So that, that is my strong position on that because I'm getting really tired of seeing some my, my heroes from the past. Last week, I think it was Jimmy Page. Mm. And then you click on it and then it's like, well, wait a minute, what's going on? And all it is is cool pictures. And then eventually you get to that Denzel gif where he's going like this. Oh, when I learned, and then and someone with the ever so clever, oh, what just, I, I thought, I thought unfortunately he died or something. Yeah, sure. well, Harrison Ford is trending right now. I, I didn't even bite. Yeah, it's just pictures of Harrison Ford, so. Okay, yeah, I, I, I didn't even bite on that one because it wasn't number one. Mm. Right, so, that makes sense. Yeah, but I, I've been bitten, I don't know how many times on this, and it's like, I'm getting really, really, that, that's my biggest pet peeve with Twitter. Understood, can, can I bring up a topic we did not discuss at all, just for your thoughts here? I know no. this may be elevator up, down, we're getting close to it. Okay. Uh, but we have the NBA playoffs have just started. I'm sorry, they have not officially started yet because apparently these playoff games or these play-in games do not count as playoff games. But they don't count um, as regular season games either, though, right? Yeah, they are They are in the twilight zone. Um, so, although, I mean, the Clippers are probably going to lose tonight because it's the closer playoff games they can get. If they can choke, they will. Um, but is there, going into these playoffs, is there anyone you think can really cement a legacy if their team has a big run or they have a big like um, the mental legacy or, or, or jump a level. Okay. Whew. All right. Uh, I'm actually going to say James Harden. He's going to be a first ballot hall of famer anyway, but Harden has really embraced his role as a number two. But he was, he's, been, he's been not that great for Philly though. No, but he knows his role right now. And that's something that Harden doesn't always know. Okay. 
So that's just my own personal eyes for whatever that's worth. Uh, if Toronto wins it all in Siakam, but Toronto's not going to win it all. No, they got, they got a tougher, the whole East, like whoever comes out of the East, it's just going to be battered and bruised. I, I think, I think your uh, Celtics are the team to beat in the East personally. I mean, they've, they've been playing very well. They're not afraid of mm. the nets. Um, they'd made no attempt to duck them. I, I, I would have preferred in a way they did what Milwaukee did. Mm. And, uh, and just got the got the bulls but uh i mean whatever by the way the celtics won 51 games this season Mm -hmm. not to say how good a franchise the celtics are but that in their that is the 36th best record in their franchise's history holy shit yeah 51 and 51 and what is it 31 yeah 51 31 is the 36th best record in the celtics history that's that's a pretty good franchise but yeah, go, go to, <laughs> oh my god! Well, going to your original question, uh, I, I think it helps the most a championship for Rudy Gobert. I don't think Utah can win, win the whole thing. But Gobert, Gobert is—I don't know that he's going to win the Defensive Player of the Year. I actually saw it. it look, based on public ballots right now, it's looking like Marcus Smart's going to win it. I, yeah, but, I, I was—I was reading that, and I, I'd have no problem with that either. Yeah, who, who, who would be the first guard to win it since Gary Payton? Yeah. Which is crazy. And Doris Burke put it perfectly. I love when she's trending because usually it's she's trending because she says something intelligent. And it was like, mm-hmm. I, uh, Boston's the best defensive perimeter team and I'm going and my vote is going for the best defensive player. For pretty, that purpose. Pretty, pretty basic. Yeah. Yeah. So Gobert might not win the defensive player of the year. Uh, Utah, because uh, the West is, I don't know what's coming out of there. But Gobert just needs that something. Mm-hmm. Oh, there, there, there's a chance if Utah doesn't do well, they blow this whole thing up. That's a very good chance. There, there's yeah. a very good chance. Because I don't so, know how much further they can get with where they are. Right. I feel like there are really only two teams I can legitimately see coming out of the West. I suppose it's possible Utah or Dallas could get their act together and do it. Mm-hmm. But I, it just really seems like this is – uh, this is Phoenix or Memphis, which is crazy uh, to, mm. to, to lose. The East, I think there are five teams who can legitimately win. No offense to the Raptors, uh, but I think That's it's it. the top four seeds and Brooklyn. Yeah. No, and none, none taken on that. Like, I'm not that gung-ho on Memphis, only because they've never been here. Right, 100%. And the Suns, but the Suns had never been here until last year, and they got to the finals, so you never know. I mean – what happens if it's like a, a Celtics Memphis final? It's two teams that have never been there, right? So, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, if I honestly think that when I thought of this question, I mean, if the Celtics get there, I think that Jalen Brown and and uh, Jason Tatum already are so young in their careers. I mean, they're twenty four and twenty five. Uh, that makes a difference, maybe jumping a tier in where they are. I honestly think the player who's the most affected by winning a championship and has most most to gain in terms of perception of their career is actually Jimmy Butler. That's a good one too. That's a very good one. Butler, Butler's not getting better at this point. Um, no, he's he's thirty two. He comes in with the number one seed. They've got a little bit of chaos. Let's yeah. put it that way. Um, I mean, when your coach threatens to fight you on the on the court, that's probably not just a normal teammates 
you know, getting at it fight. Um, but if they can pull through this, I mean, they're going to have to get through. I actually haven't seen the, the game tonight as to who's winning. But let's presume, I'm just presuming it's Atlanta. I think Atlanta's better than Cleveland. So let's just say they have to get through the Atlanta, Cleveland, I'd say probably Atlanta, uh, then into uh, probably Philly or, I mean, Philly or Toronto, and then whoever survives the death match that is Milwaukee, Boston, Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Like that's a tough road even to get to the finals. And if they manage to pull it off, I mean, he has the advantage of having no worse than the third best coach in the NBA with, with Spolstra. That, that's very good. Uh, I, I never thought of uh, Butler for that. That actually makes uh, a lot more sense than Gobert. <clears throat> Excuse me. You know, on that same team, you could even say Kyle Lowry. Because people mm, still yeah, Kyle Lowry, Lowry wins two championships? <coughs> yeah. yeah. Then it's a lot harder to uh, keep him out of that conversation. Because a lot of people didn't want to fight. When, when Toronto won that first thing. Lowry's still not the same player he was. He's clearly in decline, but two titles, that's going to be pretty hard to deny. And he's still a good player on that team. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, if, if it's Miami or Utah, that helps. Yeah. I think, I mean, of course, and then if Embiid wins one, although I think Embiid's going to win MVP and he's in his own level anyway. I think Jokic be... could repeat. What? I think Jokic can repeat. Actually, Jokic may repeat. But regardless, he's going to finish in the top two. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Jokic, Jokic is dragging that team on his own. Uh, well, but, that's why we didn't even talk Denver, because there's no yeah. points. Yeah, I mean, that, to be honest, it's the same thing with uh, Durant with the Nets. Like, if Durant doesn't play 45 minutes a night and score 40 points, they have no shot. Well, they have Kyrie. Kyrie's really a... Uh... Doing reasonably well, wouldn't you right? Say? I mean, but I mean, the last time they played the Celtics, Kyrie and Durant combined for eighty, and they still lost by twenty-five. So, I, either way, I love the fact that there are so many different combinations that are legitimately possible. Hundred mm-hmm. percent, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, before we go into some of the other stuff, I, I want. Sorry, to... I, I do. I do, do. Do want to point out my favorite comedy thing that's happened though in the NBA? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, please. The Charlotte Hornets all year. Had the picture of the final score of them losing in the play, the nine ten playoff game to Indiana last year, where they lost by twenty seven. Uh, they went out and lost by twenty nine. <laughs> After looking at the score all year in their practice facility, so that's 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 not the best. <laughs> wow. So yeah, that was that was pretty bad. <laughs> that's a good young team, though. They're a good, good young team. team, but yeah, that's just not yeah. Not the way to go. They that it, no team could use Rudy Gobert in the league if you were to move uh, to a new team more than Charlotte. I'd have to agree with that. They just need a center in the middle who can lock things up because it's a it's a layup drill to the basket all too often. So anyway, I, I, before, I wanted to mention the Oakland Athletics. Oh, go ahead. Uh, so. Was last week or two weeks ago, you mentioned how the A's are have the same payroll they had in 1991. Yeah, when they, they led the league in payroll in 1991 with $33 million, and they came this yeah. season with $33 million of payroll. So here's here's a team that just needs some good PR, because like who if I'm a fan of the Oakland A's and I'm living in Oakland, I don't know how much longer I'm seeing this team. Yeah, before they become the Vegas A's, just like the Raiders. Right, and... If I'm the owner of the Oakland A's, I'm probably want to be in Vegas. Let's be blown. Mm-hmm. You probably do. Uh, 
Dave Stewart in 2019 was announced to, that they're going to retire his. Oh season. God, yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. So uh, that's something that that uh, Evan and I care about, and the, and the site cares about. Like we, we don't just care about halls of fame. We like franchise stuff too. We really care about that. So obviously they weren't going to do it. They they announced in 2019 they're going to do it in 2020. Well, we know what went to shit in 2020. But 2021, they could have done something, and maybe they could have done something here. Well, a fan asked Dave Stewart, so when's that being planned? You know what? I don't even, and his answer is pretty much, I don't have no idea. I have yeah, no if, idea. I don't if you find out anything, you tell me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, uh, as, as the person pointed out when I tweeted that, how do you ghost Dave Stewart? I'd be afraid to. I know. I, I'd be afraid to, but I mean, like, I know that you're cutting back, you're a small market team, but you're still a million dollar corporation. Don't you multi-million have multi-million dollar corporation? If, million if, dollar corporation. If, if they were only a million dollar corporation, make more sense as to what they're doing. Okay. <laughs> I got COVID, man. I'm going to, anytime I speak today, I'm blaming that. Fair enough. I would like to point out there are about 500 through seven games. So there are oh, four oh, three. There you go. But you think you'd have somebody in marketing on top of this shit. You need a marketer more than that most teams. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like, the whole thing, it's really embarrassing. It's Bush League bullshit. And it's just classless. What the mm-hmm. hell? Uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about, too, uh, we didn't go through that the last couple of weeks, and we could have. Uh, at what point when you're a hall of famer and you keep screwing up do you say maybe you shouldn't be in that hall of fame anymore now it's sort of tricky because the person i'm going to talk about is in the wwe hall of fame and that technically doesn't exist because there isn't a physical place for that. right but uh i don't know if you've heard uh, maybe maybe not tammy sitch who was sunny mm-hmm. uh got arrested again over wrestlemania weekend or might have been the week before, it doesn't matter. Either way, it came out that her last DWI, and when you have to count them on more than one hand, obviously this is not good. Now, it turns out she killed someone this time. Oh, boy. A uh, 75-year-old grandfather who, well, he was, he was at a red light. He wasn't moving. She has been arrested 17 times that I can discern from Wikipedia. At what point, and I'm not even saying kick her out of the Hall of Fame. I'm not, I don't even know where I'm going with this uh, in terms of halls. Maybe I'm not. But at, at, at what point do we, I don't want to say point at enablers because, yeah. I mean, she's got her friends and friends and family, I'm sure they've done what they could. But she was driving a car, a, someone's Mercedes. Wasn't hers because she can't legally drive. Mm-hmm. So I say this, I guess, to, I guess, all the other men out here of whatever age. When you're dealing with someone like this, and I, I don't, I can't, I can't get into her head, but I, I can't imagine what it's like to be, because she's the same age I am, 49. And your peak was 25 years ago Mm -hmm. and you traded everything on your looks. And it wasn't that you didn't have a personality. You did. 
And, but now your main source of income is whatever boyfriend you can find. And OnlyFans, because if you look on her Twitter, which is still up, most of what she's posting the last little bit was, you want to see my pussy? Mm. Or other things like, because we can be vulgar here, I don't see why not. Or, or things of that capacity. Like 10 years ago, she would go to wrestling conventions where she'd bring a bed, right? And then, so her fans could actually sort of like take a picture with her in a bed to make it look like, oh, they woke up with me. Now, at what point are fans at this point a little complicit? I mean, everyone knows that this woman's a train wreck. So if you're a fan of hers, you know the story. You know the backstory. You're not laughing with her. You're laughing at her, and it's—it's it's just the part of being a guy that makes me really ashamed. Let's just say. Yeah. Saying all that, this is completely. Go ahead. I was gonna say, yeah. I mean, whoever gave her the car, unless she stole it. Come on. Who says? Well, which isn't which is possible. Yeah. Which is possible. I mean, like she's been arrested for multiple things. She's been in jail a few times already. I, I don't know how people sort of let that happen. There's a lot of people who are somewhat complicit. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm even gonna throw that down to just even just random fans. I mean, it, if she's killed somebody, the odds of her now getting I mean, she's, it's too late to save that gentleman, but she's probably not going to be out anytime soon. Right. So hopefully, hopefully, I mean, prison is definitely a place they designed to get your life back together, right? Uh, but hopefully she can at least get sober in there. Yeah, I, well, I don't know how the Wi-Fi is. Well, prison, maybe not, based on all the prison shit I've watched. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. If, uh, yeah, I don't know how the Wi-Fi is in there for her OnlyFans, though, huh? But it, it, it's... It's, it's really sad to watch someone go down this bad for this long. Mm-hmm. And there's no hope here. I, I, I really don't. It's, it's one thing when you're hurt, you're just doing shit to yourself. It's mm-hmm. quite another. Uh, when now, so what's worse to you in a way? This or two weeks ago, Hope Solo. I'm- DWI'd with her kids in the car. Oh, yeah. Can it be a tie? Sure. I mean, definitely be a tie. DWI with the kids in the car is just a whole separate level of irresponsible, though. Even though she didn't kill anybody. Sure. And and to be, I don't want to say to be fair, I don't, we don't know the level of intoxication. Yeah. If it's a 0.08, it's a lot different than a 0.16. And we don't even know what Tammy's was either this point mm-hmm. i'm just going on that assumption because i think that's a vegas odd i'm i'm feel comfortable to play yeah if that turns out to be wrong i i don't know but there's a level of celebrity entitlement male female that just is pretty goddamn disgusting sometimes mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't know what's worse uh, I, I guess the hope one is a little more surprising to me I mean, we've always known that she's been a firecracker i didn't know necessarily that she was Yeah, I mean, there's not a history of making this type of decision. 
Well, okay, that that's yes, thank you. And this is a recent Hall of Famer. Uh, just I believe was this year got inducted into Correct. the yeah, like, Hall of Fame. Like three so, months ago. Two yeah, months ago. Um, Yeah. yeah so I, I mean, just thought that might be something to bring up in some capacity. Maybe because my smorgasbord of shit's pretty, pretty thin. And we don't actually have any set Hall of Fame stuff. Wow, I really go. No, we're well, we're getting close. I mean, we're now what? The the ballots for the Rock Hall close in the 26th, right? Yeah. And uh, oh, we should hear that pretty soon. And they'll and the Rock Hall will do what they always do. Uh all right, tune in next week. What time? Well, we'll give you the date. Isn't that enough? Six six thirty in the morning Eastern. <laughs> That's how it always is. I so, I, I cannot. No, don't worry. Don't worry. MC Five will get in as a uh, as a musical excellence person. Well, well, that that's it exactly. Because it doesn't matter who wins the vote anyway. It really doesn't. Not and as much as we want to say things have changed since winter is gone. The same stink is still there mm-hmm. yeah agreed but whatever that's why before we go into the death thing it just, i think it's a great time to plug our shit because i don't want to oh, go yeah. the drunken driving and then go to dead people so right in between here's our palate cleanser if you don't like the way halls of fame work why don't you check out the one that evan and i did the united that's- states athletic hall of fame and you must be thinking well somebody must have came up with that before no we did and I have, I don't have it here. I should, I have it in my office. I should uh, bring it back so everyone can see it. You know, yeah. I have the federal, the thing from the federal government to prove it. Mm-hmm. So, so the first class will be decided by all of you. Go vote, go vote now, and you can vote every day, uh, not multiple times in a day. We want to keep this right, but you can vote, vote multiple multiple times over. But uh, it, it'll limit you at one a day. Uh, fame.com forward slash USA. You can all remember that. Go go now, go vote. And the classes, it's all going to be transparent and it's all decided by all of you. Yep. Okay. And now dead people. And now dead people. <laughs> Some of the people you can vote on are dead. That is true. Um, none of the people this week are on that list, though. So, no. Uh, all right. So, we're going to start with the beige mistress. Uh, oh, she's back. Ooh. She is back. Uh, Beige Mistress, of course, is a uh, fictional construct that we have who only kills Hungarian athletes. Uh, And this week, she got Joseph Salim, who uh, competed in the 92 and 2000 Summer Olympics in Taekwondo, passed away at the age of 54. I think I know who can play her now. Ooh, who? Okay, uh, I I started to watch a girl from Plainville on Hulu. Okay. Okay. L Fanning. Interesting. Might might not be. Now, granted, she's sort of uh, tri- designed to look like the person she's playing, um, Michelle Carter. Or so, I, I, I don't know. It might be just sort of the eyebrows, the way it's sort of working. But it's mm-hmm. sort of got that hidden evil thing. So I just want to throw that out there for when we license this next character to the Marvel Extended, Extended, Extended Universe. <laughs> I think it's just the multiverse now. Um, you and I can play bit characters as Hungarian officials. I was going to try and do a Hungarian accent, but the closest thing I come up with is my Dracula accent. I think that's probably well, who would know. Accent. What? Who would know? It's like when you and I go on, we, we, when the, we go into the rock hall when we're Daft Punk. 
Are you sure we're not? <laughs> Can you prove that we're not? Maybe that's fair. what we really are doing this whole time. This is just our side hustle. Fair, fair enough. Um, stick, sticking with the Olympic theme, uh, two-time silver medalist, also in judo, Estela Rodriguez from Cuba passed away, also at the age of 54. Um, she uh, tested positive at the 96 Olympics, but was only issued for a diuretic furosemide, or furosemide, was only uh, issued a reprimand and got to keep her medals, which is an interesting thing. What does that drug do? And it's a diuretic, so it means it helps to drop water weight, but I, I can't tell you. So who knows? They're, every commission's so different; you don't even know. Hundred yeah. um, percent. American long distance runner Mark Conover uh, passed away at the age of fifty-one. Um, most uh, famous, probably for his uh, victory at the eighty-eight Olympic trials marathon, uh, which brought him to the. Uh, the Summer Olympics in Seoul, uh, but he passed away. I'm sorry, he was 61. He passed away of cancer. Um, a, lot, a couple of people from Israel passed away, um, one of whom uh, was Barak Luthan, who was head of the Israeli Canoe Association and a kayaker, who unfortunately was one of the people uh, killed in the mass shooting in Tel Aviv earlier this week. Um, so he, pa he passed away at the age of 35. Um, yeah, there was another one here, but I can't find it right now. So we'll come back. Uh, we also lost Tunisian sailor who, who was at the 2020 Summer Olympics, Aya Guezguez, who she was out practicing with her sister. Got caught up in high winds, she ended up drowning in the Mediterranean uh, at the age of only 17. 17 yeah, which is pretty terrible 17 yeah she was in the olympics in 2020 as a 15 year old um and then from canada bronze medalist uh in the 1984 summer olympics desai williams oh uh, i know him passed away at the age of Keep uh, 62 um, in the 84 to 80 like he wouldn't have been an 80 he was an 80. He was 84. He won a bronze in the 4 by 100 medal relay. Mm. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. I, I, I remember that name very well. Yeah. That, that was in that decade where for a brief time we cared about sprinting until. Yeah. Until. Uh, to be fair, he also uh, had, was given a lifetime ban by Athletics Canada in 2018 for violating sexual harassment policy while he was a uh, coach. So. Yeah, but anyway. can, can I mention something about, that I forgot? Yeah, sure. Okay, it's just when you mention. And here's a segue on sexual harassment. Here's something I wouldn't have had on the bingo card. Molly Shannon on the Howard Stern show said today that when that her, that uh, Gary Coleman tried to sexually harass her. I, 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 my friend posted that what? to us. Wow. Okay, who saw? Okay, I, I that just. That I never would have thought that. Yeah. That's why he was cleaning the toilets in Avenue Q. I don't that's think about that lawsuit anymore. That, no, that, 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 that's a musical reference you're not getting. So I, I get it. Oh, okay. I saw that. Okay. Yeah. It's just weird when you show up and it, like one of the characters in this Muppet play is actually Gary Coleman. So 
No, um, no, because uh, yeah, he was so he he wanted to sue them. Mm-hmm. Right. So anyway, um, all right, from uh, professional baseball, uh, we lost Joe Horland, who is a member of the 72 Oakland A's championship team, spent most of his career with the White Sox of 61 to 71, uh, was all-star in 67, led the AL and ERA in 67, and pitched no-hitter in September of 67, uh, finished his career uh, – with uh, the championship team of the A's in 72. Uh, He passed away at the age of 84. Uh, Also passing away is uh, first base dispatch catcher, John Ellis, who played for most of the Yankees, Indians, and Rangers in his career, had a a 12 year career in the majors, um, passed away at the age of 73. Uh, From Professional bodybuilding, uh, professional bodybuilder Cedric McMillan uh, passed away at the age of only 44, which again is not shocking with the way these folks go. He passed away of a heart attack. Isn't this the second? I saw that uh, on, I forget what news I, I saw that. And I was thinking like, isn't this the second one of the same age in about a year? It's the third, I think. It's the third, okay. About a year, yeah. Yeah, in, in their 40s, like, the human body is just only not meant to do this. No, and he was he was one of the top guys. He he won his first title back in two thousand eight in the junior championships, but he finished first in 08, 09, 11, 12, 13, 15, 16, 17, uh, nine, and a couple times in nineteen uh, twenty nineteen. Uh, so I mean, he had one, two, three, including winning the Arnold Classic in twenty seventeen. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, number ones to his to his career. So, yeah, only forty four. So, um, from the world of basketball, John Drew passed away at the age of sixty seven. Really good player, very good player. Two time NBA All Star in seventy six and eighty. Member of the All Rookie Team in seventy five. Um. Uh, had 1,500 career points, over 5,000 rebounds in his career, averaged 20.7 points for his career, uh, played with the Jazz and, and mo- well, the Hawks mostly, and then the Jazz in his career. One of the real important guys in those early 80s Hawks teams uh, was 67 years old. What Did it say what he died of? Well, he, uh, it says that he passed from... Um, bone cancer uh he was the actually the first player in the league who was banned under the substance abuse policy david stern had put in uh for and he was battling with drug addiction particularly cocaine uh his entire career or entire life afterwards so he uh missed 38 games in 82 83 and spent eight weeks in rehab and was runner-up that season in voting for Comeback Player of the Year behind the late Paul Westfall. So, yeah, he had a tough way to get out. He was arrested in 85 for passing bad checks and all sorts of stuff, and the basic bounce amount of the league. So, ended, most of it, ended his life actually driving a taxi in Houston. Mm. So, uh, also lost Wayne Cooper at the age of 65. Uh, played with the Warriors, Jazz, 
Mavericks, Blazers, uh, and Nuggets, and also well, Blazers a couple times. Um, Sun Belt Player of the Year in 1978 scored 7,777 points in his NBA career. Um, he was only 65, uh, passed from kidney disease. Uh, from the world of golf, uh, just today, Jack Newton, who finished second in the 1980 Masters, uh, passed away at the age of 72. Uh, it doesn't say what he passed of, but he passed away. That was actually, I checked one last time before I come on here to make sure nobody else reported, and he, that happened right before he came on. So, Also, Shirley Spork passed away uh, at the age of 94. Uh, finished second in the Women's PJ Championship at 62, um, won the Patty Berg Award in 2015, and is actually one of the co-founders of the LPGA. Mm. Uh, so she passed away at the age of 94. She, uh, is she not in the Golf Hall of Fame? or just, uh, uh, Let me see here. She is <coughs> she's one so, of the 13 founders of the LPGA. Mm-hmm. Uh, She's a Michigan Golf Hall of Fame, the Eastern Michigan University Athletic Hall of Fame, the PGA of America Hall of Fame in 2019. PGA of America? They have a separate? Must, okay. I don't, I don't know what that means. I don't either. Okay. So, but yeah. So she passed at 94, just the complications of being 94. Um, from the world of hockey, uh, Former Boston Bruin and Minnesota North Star Tom McCarthy passed away at the age of 61, 10th overall pick in 1979. Um, uh, passed away from heart having heart surgery in Mexico earlier this week. Mexico. Mexican heart surgery, yes. So I don't, don't know if that's something I would necessarily choose. It seems to be one of those things you get forced into. Well, just to say, I mean. I guess that's true. I mean, my, my dad, McCarthy is a Canadian, right? Uh, yeah, he was Canadian. Because okay. uh, my, my, my parents, uh, when my mom was well, they drove to Mexico every year. And they would spend uh, four months in Mexico. And uh, that's where my dad always got his dental surgery. He just did, even, though he would, even though we could do it, no, he could do it at no cost, in, which is a lot less than Canada. Interesting. Actually, no, it, dental wasn't, it would have been covered there. But no, I just, because things, things are relatively cheap there. Or maybe well, it's a snow, snowbird thing. So maybe it's April, possibly. Maybe you didn't have a choice. So uh, from the world of music, Charnett Moffat, one of the great uh, modern jazz bassists, passed away of a heart attack at the age of 54. Uh, started Winton and Branford Marsalis, but has also played with, I mean, I, Dizzy Gillespie, Ornette Coleman, um, Harry Connick Jr., Herbie Hancock, Kevin Eubanks, like a whole bunch of people. Uh, but yeah, he passed away at the age of 54. Mm. Um, uh, from the world of, you ready? Here's a Hall of Fame that we've never talked about before. Okay. Edwin Cantar passed away. Uh, American bridge player, won two world championships in bridge. Uh, passed away at the age of 89. He's a member of the ACBL Hall of Fame, which is, stands for the American Compact Compact Bridge League. Why does Hall it have compact? Uh, or con- not compact, contract, excuse me, contract oh. bridge. Okay. Sorry, I said the wrong word. 
Uh, yeah, but so he won two two world championships, and he's also the only player to ever have played in a world bridge championship and a world table tennis championship. That will probably be a record he'll that will never be taken. I would I would, I would think. You would think. Uh, probably one of the best bridge players in American history. Had wrote more than thirty five books on bridge. Um. So yeah, passed away at the age of eighty nine. Um, another Hall of Fame we don't talk about much, the Internet Hall of Fame. Mm. Uh, Tadao Takahashi uh, passed away at the age of 71 from a heart attack. Um, he came up with, uh, set up the Internet backbone basically for Brazil and other Latin American countries. He was a guy in charge of getting them online. Okay. So he, he passed to the age of 71 also from a heart attack. The moral of the story this week, Watch your heart. Um, now we get to we get to football now. Uh, Alvin Walker passed away, two-time CFL All-Star at the age of sixty-seven. Uh, played with the Houston Oilers and Green Bay Packers, uh, but in between, played for the Rough Riders, Alouettes, uh, and we played uh, Rough Riders in Saskatchewan and in Ottawa. Okay, um, I was going to ask which which uh, Rough Riders. The the answer is both. Um, but he. Uh, passed away at the age of 67. Uh, Gary Brown also passed away. Uh, former running back for the Oilers, Chargers, and Giants. Had a couple thousand yard seasons with the Giants. Uh, played from 91 to 99. Uh, was also the running backs coach for the Cowboys for most of the last uh, decade. Uh, he was actually the running backs coach of Wisconsin last year. But he passed away at the age of 52 from cancer. So a lot of uh, young ones this time. A lot of young ones. Speaking of which, Dwayne Haskins. Oh, man. How, how many people became the story because of the way they incorrectly reported on this? Peter King. Uh, Adam uh, Schefter. Holy shit. Is he Adam, Adam Schefter? Yeah, and uh, what's his name for the Cowboys? The Cowboys. Well, well Gil Brandt. Uh, Gil Brandt is 90 years old. and Yeah, but, you know, but his was, let's be blunt, the worst. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's Schefter, I mean, because what, what, I'm trying to remember what he, what he tweeted. He, it's like, well, when you he said it was, it was a former Ohio State standout who struggled to catch on with the with the Redskins and Raiders, right. I believe. Which is true. It's just not the time to mention. You don't need to do it. Just say former Ohio State backup uh, uh, quarterback currently backing up for the Steelers. Yeah, yeah there, there's always the time and the place. Uh, yeah. Gil Brandt's one is really interesting to me because what I think specifically what, what he was saying about Haskins was that he was always seemingly chasing death. I don't know what that means. Mm-mm. And I'm kind of glad he didn't really elaborate. Again, though, someone, uh, yeah, I know he's 90. I don't know what kind of issues or cognitive that he may or may not have. He might have, he might be perfect at this point. I don't, I don't know. Uh, but Jesus. Yeah. <sighs> There's just, that's just not the right time. I, yeah, 100%. It's 24. Um, there have been other quarterbacks who were a complete mess 
Mm -hmm. Actually, players of all sorts of positions, and then they just finally got it. Haskins could potentially have seen a lot of playing time this year in Pittsburgh. Mm -hmm. Or none. I, I don't know. Um, we have no idea. And I mean, we're never going to know. But yeah, there's just there's just a time and a place. Just be gentle originally. And then if you want to discuss their legacy afterwards, fine. But like, just be factual on the way out there. Schefter's had a weird year. That's what I said. Like, who, I don't know any reporter who's had, or sports reporter, I guess, to specify, who's had more blunders over the last 12 months than Schefter. Yeah. All of which he knows better. Yeah, I mean, just the whole having to run his stuff by uh, by uh, uh, brass in Washington before releasing it is. I didn't ask you. Good. Is that is that in your good, bad, and ugly? I didn't even touch it because I figured you had to be. Ah, uh, yeah, we're gonna be talking about. Okay, that. yeah, I, I didn't even need to ask. Yeah, we'll be talking about that. So, um, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about that, but yeah. Yeah, no, so it, it, it's sad. I mean, it, other stuff came out that I, I don't know if he even had a car there. He was just. Yeah, he, he was crossing a highway at 4 30 in the morning and got hit by a dump truck. Like, uh, well, who knows? Who knows? But. I don't know, but that's, again, someone's, someone's husband. A lot, and a lot of people say, say what we want about whatever his work ethic may have been on and off the field. Clearly, a lot of people love the guy. Mm -hmm. So, again, just time and a place for, especially when you're doing a, a tweet for that, just or a headline. Yeah. I don't know. So, anyway, uh, we have two big names to get to. I just want to bring up one other person who's not in a Hall of Fame, but was interesting. No, she's even still alive. Meany mm -hmm. Reinhardt passed away, who was a secretary who typed up uh, Oscar Schindler's list of people he was trying to save. Holy crap. She was 107 when she just passed away. Born January 15th, 1915, passed away April 8th of 2022. So. That's got to be the one critically acclaimed movie that I think people can only watch once. 100%. If you've ever been to the Holocaust Museum in Washington, D.C., it's so well done, you never want to go again. So, yeah. Uh, Winnipeg, we've got the, um, we're going to go, we're going to go this weekend, I guess I'm not, uh, the Human Rights Museum, mm. which we have uh, just in walking distance from where I am. So that's a place that I'm going to be checking out shortly. But wow. Uh, all right, let's move on. Yeah, so two left. Um, we'll go with the person directly related to us. Uh, Pro Football Hall of Famer Rayfield Wright mm -hmm. uh, passed away at the age of 76. Uh, the Big Cat, as he's called, played on five um, Cowboys teams that got to the Super Bowl in 70, 71, 75, 77, 78. Also was in the Ice Bowl in his rookie season in 67. Um well, won two Super Bowls, three-time first-team All-Pro, three-time second-team All-Pro, six-time uh, Pro Bowler, and member of the 1970s All-Decade Team, member of the Cowboys Ring of Honor, and a 2006 inductee in the Pro Football Hall of Fame as a senior candidate. Again, just another thing with the Pro Football Hall of Fame. That guy, everything about him screams like, wait, he had to get in as a senior? 
Yeah. That's just how hard it is to get in. Yeah. So um, he uh, he had early onset dementia, um, probably from all the head injuries he had. He played 180 regular season playoff games and had several concussions with that throughout his career. So um, said he also had several car accidents that were caused by seizures. So he was one of the uh, main people who uh, joined in the lawsuit against the NFL. So, but yeah. Anyway, and lastly, from the world of entertainment, Gilbert Gottfried. Our, our fourth our fourth comic of about the same age who's passed now in the last six months. I mean, Norm MacDonald, Louis Anderson, Bob Saget, and now Gilbert Gottfried. I mean, there's a picture of Gilbert posting when Saget died of him and Louis Anderson at an event. That yeah. was like three months ago, not even. Gilbert was... Fearless. I used to hate him when I was younger. Just couldn't stand that voice. So I, I initially I, I never gave him a chance until I was much older. Mm-hmm. And then just he did not care. And there's so few like that. Uh, I wonder, like when he got sacked by Aflac. Yeah. For an insensitive, you know, talk about insensitive tweets uh, after the Japanese tsunami. Uh, and, and cost himself quite a bit of money in the process, obviously. Oh, and he was known to be very, very tight with the buck. Mm-hmm. Very, very tight. I, I wondered at the time, like, for him was that, someone, he seems like one of those real guys, even though as cheap as he was legendary, as he was, because he was legendarily cheap for that. I wonder if he just thought, well, no, it's worth it. Because... I just, I'm just going to say whatever the hell I want if I think it's funny. Yeah, I mean, he had three controversial jokes in his career. First was he was hosting the Emmy Awards back in, uh, I can't remember, probably, it was sad to be the 90s. Mm-hmm. And it was told, he was told a series of masturbation jokes uh, that was a reference to Pee Wee Herman, Paul Rubin's arrest that were shown live in the East Coast and censored for the West Coast. And he was blacklisted by Fox and never, never got to come back. Um, then in not af- uh, three weeks after 9-11, they had the celebrity roast of Hugh Hefner. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he told the joke that he couldn't get a direct flight because they had to stop the Empire State Building first. And that didn't go over so well. So he basically just told the aristocrats joke to get everybody back on his side. <laughs> Um, and then finally, the thing that got him and my wife said, what was he blacklisted for when he because it's hard to remember and you everyone remembers he got fired by Aflac. Do you remember what he was blacklisted for? I mean, what the what the tweet was? Yeah, what he you're there's doing one there were 12. Well, there was 12. I, I thought it was only the one. No. Okay, no, I, I, I don't. Done. I thought I did. Uh, I guess I don't. Uh, he, about the uh, tsunami disaster. Yeah. In Japan. Yeah. Yeah. So he had 12 things. Apparently, Aflac did 75% of their business in Japan. Oh. So that didn't go so well. But yeah. But yeah, 67. Another heart condition. So not the best. Mm-hmm. So there we go. That was a very long march. But yeah. So sadly, they are. Uh, so next section that we do here on Hall of Fame show, it's elevator up, elevator down, where I give you some people who I think had a great week 
or just something that I've been thinking about that made their Hall of Fame case, either up or down. I don't have a down. I've got two ups. The up is super easy. The first up. Uh, obviously, it's Scotty Shuffler. Won the Masters. He's number ranked number one. He's only 25. He's won four tournaments. That's about as good a week as, you, as he's having mm-hmm. a great rookie year. Or not a rookie year. He already won rookie of the year. But he's having a phenomenal year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's good to see another star coming up in golf that people are going to care about. 100%. Yeah. Uh, the other one I want to bring up is someone that pains me to bring up because A, he's a Maple Leaf, and B, he's American, which means it's hockey. And I, I Austin Matthews is now the all-time uh, single-season leading scorer, goal scorer for the Toronto Maple Leafs, an original sixteen. He's probably going to win the Rocket Richard Award, meaning that, well... The only person who's not, who's never been in the Hockey Hall of Fame who led the league in goals twice is Peter Bondra. I like Peter Bondra. Mm-hmm. Peter Bondra is no Austin Matthews. Matthews is a special player. He's a damn good hockey player. He can actually play on the other end of the ice, uh, and he's under 25. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel confident enough that he's going to win that goal scoring award that I can just sort of bring that up, and I thought it's... I don't think that we ever really talked a whole lot about him just because it seems pretty clear that he is, but he just added another major feather to his belt. Here's a, here's a great question for you. Um, yeah. With Keith Yandel, I know holds a record now for most consecutive games played. Yeah. Do you know who second is? The who he took over from? No, who's uh, sorry, actively. Who's the second? Oh, no idea. Phil Kessel. Oh, Phil Kessel's like less than a season behind him. Kessel needs that stuff. Yeah, if Kessel breaks that record, I mean, Yandel needs it, but it's maybe broken as soon as next year, presuming that Kessel's still really playing because he's not, I mean, he's playing in Phoenix, but not really. Um, that, that may do a wonders for his ability to get in as well. I was just looking at that as a future. That's a, that's a very good one because Kessel needs a lot. Kessel, there's a lot of people in the hockey circles that do not like Phil Kessel. Most of the Bruins players, for one. Uh, a lot of people in Toronto hated him, too. A lot of people in Pittsburgh also hated him. So He did win in Pittsburgh. He did win in Pittsburgh, so that helps things go away, but yeah. I mean, I remember a lot of Leaf fans being super upset when Kessel got a ring. Mm. But yeah, no, that's a very good one. Yeah, I was, I was just looking at that because they, they had something, they had a graphic on it. Yeah. Bill Kessel's now the active leader. So interesting. Oh, he's like tough. he's like sixty-three games behind or something at the moment. I mean, he's doing good enough that he could still play. Presumably, right. uh, I don't even know if he's in a contract here or not. Like, who's watching the Coyotes? Right. I do not know. I did see a coyote walking down uh, the drive uh, the sidewalk right by my house yesterday. So really. Just walking by him down the sidewalk, trotting along, not very interested. I said hi. He didn't even look at me. You know. Alice Cooper met my dog yes, uh, last week. Not really? Yeah, staying at the hotel here at the Fairmont. Uh, I don't know if I'm supposed to say that stuff. Uh, and uh, yeah, he, it's like, shut up, Alice Cooper. And he's walking by and looks at Jasper like, there's a pup. I didn't say, what am I going to say? Yeah. Nice. Cool. Yeah. So there, yeah. There you go. Yeah. 
So that leaves us uh, with your clothes, the good, the bad, and the ugly of sports for the week. <laughs> I do it for you. You, you let it up. So uh, the good is I'm actually going to go somewhat contrarian to the TNT basketball analysts. I loved the Minnesota Timberwolves celebration after they won that game and made the playoffs. Why not? Yeah. Like Patrick Beverly, Patrick Beverly believes in himself unnecessarily more than possibly anybody in the league. Right. Mm -hmm. And he beat the team he'd played for, for four years to make the playoffs, a team that's made the playoffs since Kevin Garnett left once in 2018. They made 2018 before that, the previous time is 2004. Right. So this is not a common occurrence for Minnesota and Minnesota honestly is a team that could give Memphis some trouble in the first round. I still think Memphis is a much better team. It's probably not going to go more than six, but it's not going to be easy games for Memphis. Right. I like, I just think Milwaukee's going to go four and oh and take Chicago real fast. It's going to be really easy for them. I do not think it's going to be easy for Memphis, but if you're in this do or die situation, celebrate you win. Like you win game one, I get like done not going over the top of like a seven game series, mm-hmm. but like it was. Well, this was a clin- this was a clinching game. It was a clinching game. Yeah, like you see players in Major League Baseball make the playoffs. They have champagne spray stuff, and that's just making the playoffs. I mean, it's the same sort of thing. Like all the killjoys are like act like you've been there before. Most of those guys haven't been there before. Yeah, they haven't been there before. There's only one person yeah. on that team who was there in 2018. This is Carl Anthony Towns. Everybody else is new. And if God, he's the one I'm happiest for. Yeah. Like, and he played awful in that game. Oh, he did. He stunk. He stunk. It was not good. Um, and he, KAT just continues to always have good year. I, I watched this YouTube thing and it was just, what was it? I forget what it was titled exactly, but basically uh, great players who wasted their career on bad teams. And it was like Pete Maravich, Pete Maravich, but this is more than Pete Maravich, but you know, Towns is, he's one of those guys who, yeah. who's way better than people give him credit for because Minnesota stinks. Yeah. So, but good for them. I'm happy that they celebrated. It's been five seasons or since they got there mm-hmm. let them celebrate good for them screw everybody else I, i'm with you on that that's a great i love that good that might be one of my favorite goods that you've done in a long thank time. you yeah so yeah i mean again the college kids can celebrate after they win a ncaa tournament game oh they go that's when they do, when they beat a rival in basketball yeah 100 percent. you know we we won a game in college uh <laughs> So American University was not good at basketball when I was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we didn't have very many fans. Most of the, since we're in DC, most of the fans were visiting from, you know, we played teams like East Carolina uh, and, and uh, UNC Wilmington and places like that. So they come up and want to go to the, we were the big city in the, in the league. So people come up, but we, we were really bad. And we actually won a game, an exhibition game one year against a team called the Nantucket Nectars which were <laughs> some sort of traveling basketball team sponsored by the juice company. <laughs> we won on a last second shot and our team, we were so excited. We stormed the court and carried the manager off the court because why not? 
So here's a dumb question here that because I've never been to a college game uh, in, in sports. Well, in Canada, I have, but you know, in the I've always wanted to go to a college game in, in the U.S. of some capacity. Uh, can you drink there, or like, do the concessions open, or because it's like, yeah, I mean, you you can drink perfect. there. Um, I mean, Bender Arena at the American University is probably a little bit different than others, mm-hmm. but yeah, as long as you have you know, whatever you can, you can drink there. And America, uh, American is, was actually not one of those schools you could drink at uh, because of uh, we were, we were run by a, um, we were founded by act of Congress. So Congress has to vote every year for us to graduate uh, us in the military academies. Um, and, and, and you said everything so bipartisan there. Well, look at that. We almost didn't graduate actually. No. Uh, Four days before we were supposed to graduate, we had um, we had a speaker come to campus and notice that part of one of our dorms had had be, been redone because the daughter of um, a guy from Iran um, went to the school and he didn't think the dorms were nice enough for her. She had to stay there her freshman year on, as a rule. Okay. So he redid part of one of the dorms and they named that part of the dorms after him, the Adnan M. Kashkogi Center. Problem is Adnan M. Kashkogi is one of the lar- was one of the largest Iranian arms dealers. I was heavily involved in the Iran-Contra affair. Uh, and so we had a speaker on campus who happened to notice that, who was a member of Congress, and held up the vote on our graduation until the name was taken down from the building. And that happened four days before I was supposed to graduate back in 2001. So who's it named after now? I don't think it's named after anybody. It was just like, it's a bridge. There are two dorms, Letts and Anderson, and there's a, there's a bridge in between them. And so the sixth floor of the bridge he had redone. And that was the Adnan M. Kashkogi Center, which is just dorms like everything else, but much nicer yeah. dorms than the rest of us got. So, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Anyway, yeah, so there you go. Um, All right. So but, yeah. but yeah, I mean, I've been to other college games yeah. and like I've been to uh, hockey games in Boston. So I went mm. to a Beanpot game once between Northeastern and uh, BU. Okay. And, uh, and there was alcohol that game, so. I'd imagine. And I've been, I was actually at another one between uh, Bowling Green and Miami of Ohio, a hockey game. And they had, they had a hot beer there as well. So, yeah, I'm, I, I figure if I'm going to finally get to college uh, football and granted it's, yeah, well, I, I was at Notre Dame. I was at the longest game in Notre Dame history, Notre Dame, Pittsburgh in 2008, November 1st, 2008. It was, it was so many overtimes. The sprinklers came on between the fifth and sixth or fourth and fifth overtime. So nice. Well, I yeah. think it's like my closest will be Division Two, North Dakota. So yeah, there you go. I got some good hockey though. Yeah, yeah football. Get get a good game against the uh, Roadrunners of South Dakota State. There, there you go. go. There you go. So, anyway, uh, so that's a good. Uh, the bad is um, Dan Snyder, <laughs> <laughs> and he's only the bad because a story, a devastating story, came out, uh, which yeah, I sent to you, which is going to be ugly. Um. Dan Snyder. <laughs> Tell people the story if they don't have it. Well, first, I'm going to start by saying he needs to be removed. And I don't understand why the NFL is protecting him. Okay. So like we said, we had that whole, we've talked about this over the last six months or so, that the whole Redskins scandal, the only people who were affected were John Gruden and Adam Schefter somehow out of that whole thing. And everything else has been protected, Right. One looked like, and only one really lost their their career. Schefter. One lost their career, right? Adam Schefter just got egg on his face, which he's continued to scramble and other things. <laughs> um, but 
uh, I really honestly think he did some damage to people actually talking to him from the league with oh, this. Of course. Like players. I mean, he probably gets most of his stuff from insiders anyway mm-hmm. in the teams, but the players, I think, are pretty much done with him after this. But anyway, um, so Congress, uh, including my congressman, Raja Krishnamurthy, who is one of the co-chairs of this committee, um, came up with, uh, did an investigation into the books of the Redskins and found that they had two sets of books. One where they show the NFL and one that they was their actual books. And the difference between the two was that they passed off a lot of revenue that should have gone to revenue sharing as having gone to concerts and other events that took place there. Like there's an army, army Navy. Yeah, there was only one college game and they yeah, like that was the example I was reading about too. Yeah, yeah, and then there are a couple of concerts. There's a Kenny Chesney concert. What's significant uh, revenue? Yeah, it was it was a decent revenue. Yeah, and they weren't refunding seat license fees that they're supposed to give back to ticket holders to the tune of twenty million dollars of non-refunded seat licensing fees. That I'm surprised they got away with. Well, yeah, well, but they're defrauding the guys who they're working with, and somehow they're still being protected by the league, which I do not understand. I, I don't see how this can last much longer. He has to go. He has to go. Remember the simpler times when he was just the tone deaf guy said, no, Redskins not racist. Mm. <laughs> I don't think we make anything. The, there are two religions in Washington, D.C., politics and the Washington football team, whatever we're going to call it now. Or either the old name, the new name, or the name in the middle, which I honestly think they should keep over Commanders. It doesn't even fit their theme song. Hail to the Commanders. Like, they, they need, it's only two syllables. So for that while, what were they doing hail to the football team? I don't know. Who knows? Probably still doing Redskins. Um, Probably. Uh, but I just, I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand how we can get away with this. Like, Congress had to get involved. Right, but now, but now there's going to be 31 other owners who are pissed. Yeah. And uh, it kind of reminds me of Casino. You know, that, that one movie where, or that one scene where they're, they're, they're in Kansas City and the mob guys are saying, like, what, what? I mean, the people that were, that, were, were, that were paying to rob for us are now robbing, for, are now robbing us? I, I know I got that line wrong. Yeah, but, I understand what you're saying. Yeah. But yeah. There's, there's no honor among thieves. And 100%. I don't think that this is something that other teams are doing. I'd like to think that they're not, but. Wouldn't surprise me. Maybe that's why it's not as big a deal. That's but. the only thing I can think of as to why you're not seeing a lot of moral outrage from some of these other owners. That's the only thing I can think of. Mm-hmm. But you know, I I don't know. You're right though. I don't see how we can really stay on in this capacity as much longer. Yeah, I mean, I, who knows? But they they need everything needs to come out on that Washington thing. There's way too much being covered up, and maybe this may be going on with other teams, which is maybe part of the reason it's not been released. I don't know, but there's going to come a reckoning. They're going to keep this under wraps for so long. There's going to come a reckoning for the NFL 
over what's been going on in Washington at some point. And if this all comes out, I guarantee that's probably what Gruden's fault was. I don't know about Gruden's all that. I, I would say that Gruden's what, what he did or or what he said in a private email will not even be the top one thousand. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent, of course. So, by the way, one thing I did mean, don't want to forget uh, that to mention here, um, uh, and I sent you this as well. One of the great all-time coaches did retire uh, mm. this yeah. offseason, and I, I know we—I just forgot it earlier. Uh, Jerry York, the NCAA's all-time winningest coach in hockey, uh, coached at Bowling Green, coached mostly at BC. Um, uh, just one of the true legendary coaches in college if you ever followed hockey mm-hmm. uh has decided to finally retire at 76 i mean both bu and bc are gonna have new coaches next year which is a very very rare situation so well, but anyway. college hockey Love yeah college hockey. so I, I just want to bring that up before we got to another legendary coach who's now been gone 10 years by the way it's 10 years since he passed Sadly, you, you, another person you can't vote for at the United States Athletic Hall of Fame, but me, but uh, someone who, let's just say, is a product of his time. Mm. Win at all costs. Win at all costs, and is what you're going to talk about. I'm sure that there's many other coaches who have done the exact same thing. But anyway, continue. So this article, this article which came out in ESPN, which took me like an hour to read, like it was that in depth. Uh, it's by Tom Junod and Paula Levine. Uh, the story is called Untold. And it's all about uh, it's all about a football player named Tom Hodney, who played for Penn State in 77 and 78, and basically could not stop raping, for lack of a better term. And was he committed other crimes as well. There's petty thefts and a few other things. Eventually, uh, he committed a murder, um, murdered a, a cab driver, uh, who father of four, and then claimed that the guy made sexual advances on him uh, when he was just trying to rob the guy. Um, but Tom Hodney was coddled and protected by Penn State. Mm-hmm. And Joe Paterno knew what was going on. And sometimes sort of did the right thing with telling people to testify, but never actually did what was needed. It was more what he was protecting the shield and not the people involved. And this whole story, and this is not all about uh, Joe Paterno. It's more about the culture of big man on campus being able to get away with anything. Because I don't think that, I mean, while this guy played for Penn State, and was a terrible person, I'm sure there were other people getting away with other crap in the Animal House era, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I, I know. I know what you mean. But never bash Animal House. I'm not bashing Animal House. It's written by, written by a member of my fraternity, co-written by a member of my fraternity. So mm-hmm. the name of the, it was written by a Delta Tau Delta and a Delta Chi, which is why these, the fraternity house is Delta Tau Chi. They mm-hmm. combined the two of them into one fraternity, which didn't exist. Um, I mean, it wasn't over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor. So, um, but yeah, this this story is awful. Like it's just awful, and it goes on and on and on. 
Um, and just the number of people, including the judge. At one point, he was he was arrested and had been uh, convicted, and they were giving him time off while they were going to sentence him. They like let him go home, and while he was home, he raped like five other people and committed a murder. Like, I just the bravery of the one woman who stood up the whole way through. And just everything going on, it was, it's just an awful, awful story and makes it all the worst with what happened with Jerry Sandusky because the cover-up had happened before, right? They'd been through something like this. Now, not with summer camp kids in the shower. That's different slightly, but it's the same sort of thing. I think the worst thing is because, yeah, you, you've got that culture, but it, it did go to a trial with that one lady who did come come forward. Yeah, bully to her. Right, but I, I think that it wasn't bigger news. Mm-hmm. You know, where I, I'd never heard of it, the, the story. Well, they said that most of these records have been destroyed. Okay. And they had to go searching for a lot of the stuff. Yeah. So this from what, because I read that article that you sent me, I, I didn't see a whole lot of sources from news coverage or anything like that. Nothing to see here, folks. I, yeah. I think that's what more got me. I mean, it's not that I, I'm a paternal apologist, because uh, I'm not, but that was. It, it, I don't know. I don't. I guess I'm, I'm speechless. I don't. I can't even put my words together. Yeah. I mean, just the number of people over the years who just coddled him and forgave it and everything else, and then the heroes who stood up. One of the people who, I mean, turned up better than anyone. This whole situation is Irv Pankey. Yeah. Uh, who just who played 13 years in the NFL, who was one of he said he was one of eight black guys on the team. And after the reports came out and the people would mock the uh, Penn State players and mock the woman who testified on campus, he went and se- seeked her out and basically stopped it. Oh, this white girl, this huge black guy came and stopped and said, hey, I understand where you're coming from. It sucks to be an outcast. You're not gonna, I'm not gonna let this happen to you anymore. And the African-American members of the Penn State team basically walked with her wherever she went. She would go to parties with them. She got some sort of a normal college experience again because Irv Pankey went out of his way to make sure it happened, right? So there are complete heroes in the story, but like, my God, just over and over and over again, and everyone just basically dismissing them from the police to administration to the football team, to the athletic department, to everybody. Just an awful freaking story. And sometimes it's like when we talked about earlier this year with the Chicago Blackhawks scandal. Mm -hmm. And it was that, you know, sometimes people just don't learn. It's not necessarily for the good of the team. And and we've got to get our title. That's, if you're good enough, you're going to get it. You're going to win that championship with or without it. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially now with the 24-hour news cycle, let's also be blunt. Yeah, things right. can go away a lot quicker than 
maybe they would. Uh, I, yeah, that was a hard one for me to read also. Uh, when you know when you, when you sent that to me, because I saw that on ESPN.com, I, I didn't click on it. It's just I actually when I saw that picture, I didn't even recognize the picture. Well, mm-hmm. what I, I never saw the guy. Right. I, I thought that was actually Sandu- not Sandusky at first. That that was a reasonable expectation. So it's like uh, no, it's like I don't want to read more about that. And then when you sent that, okay, well, all right, I'm going to check this out. And your your response to me was, and I quote, "Jesus." <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not why. Uh, that's why I wrote a book on Amazon. But anyway, <laughs> yeah. right. So anyway, yeah. So that's that's about as bad as it gets, right? That it's, it comes back to the general's daughter that I always bring up. I bring up that movie way too often, right? It's like, what happened? Murder, worse than murder. Rape, worse than rape. What's worse than rape? When you know that, you'll know everything. The answer, of course, is what's worse than rape? Denying that rape ever happened. So, and that's that's the situation here. And I'm sorry if I ruined a John Travolta movie from 1999 for everybody, but uh, that's that's the secret to the general's daughter right there. If, if it's any consolation, John Travolta ruined a lot of John Travolta movies. That, that is also true. And, uh, and what's his name has been playing the same character ever since then. Uh, his character, that movie, hold on. Why oh, can't think of his name? I've seen it so long ago. That's yeah, so hold on. 1999, the actor is um, James Woods. James Woods has been that his character in that movie ever since he played that was in that movie. Well, he might as well play something because it's not like he gets stacked anymore. Yeah, true. So anyway. That's so good. Uh, and on that note, it's plug time. So a man of few words. I did write more than Jesus when I helped Chavo Guerrero write his autobiography, the late great Chavo Guerrero Sr. Check that out. Amazon.com, Chavo Guerrero, instant classic. Uh, we just recorded for the, how the hell did this go? Number one, I gave these two, I gave them, we built this city and they were defending it. <laughs> I, I don't, Brad, especially was defending. I don't know how you defend it, that. It, it may be time to shut the program down. It might be. They were knee deep in the hoopla. I don't know. I was not, I was not pleased. But so that, that's a regular show. So check that out. Uh, Chris Bourdais, we do a regular show called uh, How This Crap Was on National Television. Eventually, we're going to decide a time to look at the 1989 Oscars. We're not there yet. Mm-hmm. And our, we've picked something for the next classic sports review. It's going to be the okay. Ernest Biner fumble. Oh. Yeah. You could have just said the fumble. We, I wouldn't know what you meant. Okay, well, yeah, I should have just said that. So all that, so much more. Oh, also Vinny Lospinuso, he always comes on a regular basis and he explains why somebody you've never heard of belongs in the Hall of Fame. And although on something somewhat related, you had a conversation with three people who have asked oh, someone yeah. who we all have heard of, Shim of the uh, yeah. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which was really good. I'm sorry I missed it. Oh, yeah. So that's on YouTube right now. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, Cindy Lauper, and they've done a great job sort of explaining why she belongs and it's uh it's also great just love talking to different people so yeah that was a lot of fun and that you can check that out all that much more and with that wherever you are wherever you may be stay safe everybody take care guys